And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. Find them online at rbcarcompany.com. The big news today, Andrew Cuomo is stepping down. So he is actually going to resign. It will be effective in 14 days. Of course, this uh, leads the lieutenant governor to become the first female governor of the state of New York. Seems interesting for such a blue state that they would take so long. And it took the resignation of a womanizing man uh, for that to happen. But I digress. Now, while Cuomo is stepping down, there's another angle to the story that I wanted to cover because this goes into the situation with his brother. So his brother... Uh, For those of you who missed the first part of the show in the 3 o'clock hour, because this was essentially breaking at that point, uh, with Andrew Cuomo resigning, he resigned after a Washington Post piece came out yesterday. Now, in the Washington Post piece yesterday, we ended up finding out that Chris Cuomo was continuing to advise his brother on how to navigate the public relations of all of this and everything else. Now, I'm not going to begrudge a guy helping his brother through a crisis. The problem is, is that The last time Chris Cuomo did that, he did it in secret. He got caught. He got admonished for it publicly by CNN. Other CNN personalities even admonished him. And they all pointed out that he had been disciplined and punished by CNN. Cuomo went on his show and he said, I know where the line is. I will not cross it again. And then he got caught once again in secret, crossing that line. This even has a lot of people in the media who are typically friendly to Cuomo saying he probably at least needs to be suspended, if not more, because he continued to do this um, without taking a leave of absence to deal with a family matter. Had he done that, I don't think a lot of people would have had a major issue with it, but he did decide to do this in violation of his employer's edict and his promise to his people and his audience. Um, But, you know, again, the Washington Post article comes out, next thing you know, Uh, Andrew Cuomo is resigning. So it'll be effective again in 14 days. Here's where things get interesting, though. It wasn't just Chris Cuomo who was protecting his brother, Andrew Cuomo. Several media outlets, this has now come out, several media outlets knew that Andrew Cuomo was trying to destroy one of his accusers. This is the Daily Caller News Foundation, Jordan Lancaster. Several media outlets knew that Democratic New York Governor Andrew Cuomo was trying to destroy one of the women who accused him of sexual harassment. Rich as a party, Cuomo's director of communications and senior advisor, sent a file on Cuomo accuser Lindsey Boylan to journalists from several prominent outlets, according to documents. The files were sent hours before Boylan publicly accused Cuomo of sexual harassment in December of 2020. So... Right before she publicly accused him of sexual harassment, Cuomo's director of communications sends out a file to their allies in the news media to destroy her credibility. Now, this wasn't done publicly and in a traditional sense. This was done clandestinely. The confidential files on Boylan were shared between December 13th and December 15th with reporters with the Associated Press the New York Times, the New York Post, the Hill, CBS, New York One News, and the New York Daily News. The files included information about Boylan's time in the executive chamber, including investigation and counseling that took place before she left. They included three items from September of 2018, a memorandum labeled confidential personal matter, 
a memorandum labeled draft, privileged and confidential, and an email labeled privileged and confidential attorney-client communications, attorney work product. This stuff could be illegal to be given to the press. But they did it. All to destroy her credibility and save Cuomo's career. Complaints against Boylan were also in the file, but witnesses testified that the complaints, uh, the complainants' names were redacted before the files were sent to reporters. Hmm. Why? Interesting choice. Now, the reason that you would do that is you don't want the media to track down who those people are and if their complaints against her were credible. After Boylan tweeted that Cuomo had sexually harassed her, Melissa DeRosa requested the full file on her. DeRosa is the Cuomo aide who admitted to withholding data on nursing homes during the pandemic. I believe her mom is like the senior attorney uh, for the Southern District of New York. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced on Tuesday that an independent investigation found that Cuomo had sexually harassed multiple women. James also said that Cuomo had violated state and federal law by subjecting employees to offensive or sexually charged comments as well as unwanted touching. And he also was involved in pressure campaigns to keep them quiet, according to the investigation. And here's the thing. The news media helped them out for at least a period of time. That was one woman that they were working to discredit. The problem is that several other women came forward. Oh, and and for the record, I would just like to throw this out there because there are a lot of left-wing people, uh, you know, Hollywood feminists were keeping quiet about this. They decided not to say anything because, again, you're allowed to abuse women as long as you're a liberal. If you're a liberal, that's cool. You can abuse women and feminists won't care. You're a conservative and you don't abuse women, but you're just accused of, of abusing women, then your entire life must be destroyed. Cuomo, I I, I will just say this because I think this is important. Me being the devil's advocate, okay, right down the middle, right? Because I'm not not saying that Cuomo broke any laws, but clearly his conduct was, was inappropriate. Cuomo didn't do anything that Joe Biden hasn't done on camera. Just um, throwing that out there. Well, okay, somebody on the live stream says, wouldn't unwanted touching be sexual assault? Well, it depends, I, I suppose, on where the touching happens. There are some women who have accused him of, of groping their hip. But let's play that game. If Donald Trump is accused of touching people and he deserves to go to prison as a result of that, then wouldn't Cuomo? Or is it just a different part of the body? <laughs> I am again, I'm just asking questions. But... You know, again, being devil's advocate, regardless of where you fall on this, being devil's advocate. Cuomo didn't do anything that Joe Biden hasn't done multiple times on camera. And Cuomo was forced to resign. And to my knowledge, Cuomo hasn't done it to children, whereas Biden has. So just food for thought. And I got this question. I think I'm going to launch a new series. Well, a new segment called Ask Casey. I'll put it up on my website when I get when I get done with it. Just a place for you to go. I have this on my Discord server, but some of you might want to go ahead and do that anyway. So instead of emailing me, you can just ask a question that way. Um, if you are, obviously you have, you know, all of this, this situation here. Um, but when you're looking at everything that has happened, the hypocrisy of all of this, 
um, you're you're looking at the the situation that is happening with with Biden on a multiple fronts. Um, his avoiding the Supreme Court ruling on on the the uh, it's not deportations um, evictions. There's a lot of people that have asked me if I agree with some of the people calling for Biden to be impeached. And I've told you before that impeachment should be reserved for somebody doing an impeachable offense. And for a long time, people called for for Obama to be impeached before he had committed an impeachable offense. Eventually, he committed an impeachable offense in Libya. Biden has committed an impeachable offense. Now, what I find interesting about that is while what he is doing is illegal, the news media is acknowledging that it's illegal, but they're still supporting him anyway. We're going to talk about that next, 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Um, your your relatives called me and they said, Casey, we need your help. My uh, my spouse's car smells like sweaty backside. And we we need you to fix that for us. Okay, so here I am. I, I'm not going to call you out by name, but you know who you are. Your car smells bad. Your family feels bad that they don't want to hang around with you anymore because your car smells bad. But look, this happens, right? You, you, you get the, the soy lattes and stuff, and you spill it in your car, and it bakes in the sun, and it starts stinking. Uh, you, you go to the gym, and you sweat, and you get in your car, and, well, that permeates through the fabrics of your vehicle, and that stinks too. But it's okay. There is a way for you to save your family, and that is to go to Z-Bar to South Bend and get an interior detail. They will not only clean your vehicle and sanitize it, but they will deodorize it so it will no longer smell like your sweaty backside and i'm sure you have a fine backside but when it's swelly sweaty and, and stinky and yeah you know just it's not pleasant nobody wants to be in a car like that true story i i, I am in this boat now by the way true story nine-year-old gets in the car over the weekend says dad why does your car stink because one of the kids spilled something in my car i can't find it i don't know where it is my new car can't find it so guess guess who has to make an appointment to get his vehicle detailed on the inside as well as Z-Bar to South Bend. But look, it's not just the inside. You know, your vehicle needs to look good. You want to make it look pretty. You got, you got you know, winter coming. You want to make sure you get the undercoating taken care of, ceramic Z-Gloss paint coating on there. If you got a pickup truck, you want to have all of the accessories you could possibly have, not only so your truck is more functional, but also looks awesome. Z-Bar to South Bend is your one-stop shop for all of that to happen. Let them know that I sent you. All right, here we go. A um, little bit later on in the show, before we get out of here, everybody is missing something about this Obama birthday party story. And I'm frankly disappointed. This is a story that broke when I'm on vacation. And everybody seems to have covered most of the major angles on it, but they've missed the one big angle that they should have been covering with Obama's birthday party and the hypocrisy surrounding the birthday party. So I'll get to that in just a little bit. People have asked me to talk about it and that sort of thing because I was out of town. So we'll get to that, okay? But not right now. In the meantime, let's talk about Biden breaking the law and why Biden needs to be impeached. 
Um, and for those of you out there like, no, 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 because then we'll have Kamala. Okay, Kamala is an imbecile, and I'm okay with that. And maybe, just maybe, if you impeach Biden for breaking the law and ignoring Supreme Court rulings, then maybe Kamala will, as bad as a president she might end up being, maybe she won't actually commit any crimes or break any laws while doing the job. Maybe. Oh, and she has a negative approval rating when you aggregate the average. She has a negative approval rating, so she's probably not going to be all that supported by her base either, which, of course, makes the next presidential election a little bit easier for you. The Washington Post and CNN have admitted that what Biden is doing on this eviction moratorium is illegal. Keep in mind, the Supreme Court has already ruled that he can't do this. And like Governor Whitmer in Michigan, he's decided to ignore the Supreme Court and just do it anyway. This is a crime. You can't do that. It's an impeachable offense. So, yes, I do support the impeachment of Biden. Up until now, he's not done anything that is a legally impeachable offense. Um, I know that a lot of people are like, well, because of the southern border, it's an impeachable offense. By the way, the... Um, the Senate in Arizona has filed articles of impeachment uh, against the Homeland Secretary. We'll see if that goes anywhere. I doubt it will, but I'm just letting you know. So the reason that this has come up is when the Supreme Court says you can't, you can't have an eviction moratorium and the executive branch of government does it anyway, you've got a real problem. You can't ignore the Supreme Court's rulings on this thing. You can't just decide that you're going to go it alone. It's illegal. CNN has admitted it's illegal. This is an actual tweet. Biden shows he's ready to make drastic moves in the COVID-19 fight, even if he's not sure they're legal. Okay? Kind of problematic. What, what would happen? Just pause for just a second. The cheap throwaway part of the show. What would happen if Donald Trump ignored a Supreme Court ruling? And just did it on his own anyway. What would happen? Anybody? Hmm? What do you think the headlines at CNN would be? No, let me ask you a better question. Do you think it would be possible for Brian Stelter to actually do his show that weekend on CNN? Or do you think that he would actually have a literal stroke the moment Trump ignored the Supreme Court ruling and did it anyway? Because I'm not sure that Brian Stelter is a healthy enough man to have actually made it to his show. If it would have happened, I think that he might have had a stroke. He would have been in the hospital. Couldn't have done a show. Which would have been good for his show because a fill-in host would have got higher ratings than he had. True story. But that's that's CNN. All right. <laughs> just imagine for a second if Trump had ignored a Supreme Court ruling and just did it on his own. Just imagine for a second, Okay. Anyway, Washington Post. The Washington Post goes out there, and the Washington Post says it's a good thing to do. Hmm. Biden's novel evictions defense, maybe it's illegal, but it's worth it. That's the Washington Post headline. Biden's novel, uh, novel evictions defense, maybe it's illegal, but it's worth it. Oh, man. I can't wait to use this argument the next time a police officer pulls me over or comes to my house with a search warrant. This is going to be great. Hey, um, you're, you're, you're not allowed to be doing this, Casey. Well, look, um, maybe it's illegal, but it's worth it. <laughs> the, next time, the next time you're speeding through a school zone, 
at 85 when it's 25 or 15 and they pull you out to give you a ticket? Like, do you know what you're doing? Look, it might be illegal, but it's worth it. See how that works out for you. The fact that the news media is even running headlines like this says everything you need to know. It might be illegal, but it's worth it. No, what it's going to do is it's going to destroy a bunch of people who are middle class and only have one or two rental properties and they can barely make those payments and they can't make those payments if their tenants are not paying them. And here's the thing. The eviction moratorium does not apply to the landlord. So when the landlord doesn't pay the mortgage, the landlord still loses the property. It's just the tenant that doesn't get kicked out. That's not fair. If you're going to do it, and it's stupid to do right now, but if you're going to do it, you have to extend that benefit to everybody. There are officially 1 million more jobs available in the United States right now than there are unemployed people. I'm going to say this again. This is according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics this week. There are 1 million more jobs available right now than there are people unemployed in the country which means we need to find a million people or robots somewhere. Got more coming up, 95.3 MNC. All right, I, I have to cover this because I've given it several days. Look, when things happen on vacation, I try not to come back and go, well, you haven't heard my take on it yet. I try not to do that. I assume that it's been covered to the hilts. And when I saw the Obama birthday party thing, I, like everybody else, wanted to do commentary on it, but I'm on vacation. So it, I forced myself not to do commentary on it. Now that I've been back from vacation for a couple of days and I have watched everybody cover the Obama birthday party thing, they've, they've covered it from almost every single angle. They're missing a critical piece. And I'll get to that here in a second. Have people come on here and pointed out that Dr. Fauci is once again attacking the Sturgis motorcycle rally at the same time the birthday party for Obama was happening and he didn't say a thing about that. Have they covered that? Yes, they have. Oh, friendly reminder, they tried to demonize Sturgis the last time Sturgis happened. And then they had that fake study come out and said Sturgis is responsible for 266,000 COVID cases. And then the entire scientific community ripped that so-called study by an economist apart and said it was nonsense and a bunch of bullcrap. Sturgis didn't lead to a massive spike in COVID cases around the country. So once again, they're fear-mongering about Sturgis, just like once again, they're lying to you about Florida hospital capacities being at limits, just like they did about a year ago when they tried to tell you, well, last fall, not a year ago, when they tried to tell you that Florida hospital ICUs were at capacity and local Florida media said, no, we're fine. They're, they're not at capacity. We had all these hospital executives saying, we're not at capacity. The national media was fear-mongering about Florida because they're worried that DeSantis is going to run for president and he's really popular right now. So once again, Dr. Fauci is on TV blasting the Sturgis motorcycle rally as an irresponsible potential super spreader event, even though the last time Sturgis happened, it wasn't a super spreader event, and it was a far more precarious situation last time than it is now. But he did not address at all 
former President Barack Obama's birthday bash, which was a massive party inside tents with a bunch of celebrities like John Legend. John Legend, like three days before he went to Obama's birthday party, tweeted out that if you're indoors without a mask and a vaccine, you're asking to get COVID. So what was John Legend doing? He was indoors at Obama's birthday party without a mask. John Legend is married to Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen, who I've been telling you for a number of years, is a horrible, horrible person and a bully. So, again, all of these celebrities who are attacking you for wanting to keep your small business open because you're jeopardizing the health and welfare of everybody else, they didn't care anything about that. They flew all the way across the country. Many of them environmentalists flew all the way across the country. They're private little jets. Went into Obama's party, partied with everybody, didn't wear a mask. Okay? So, tremendous hypocrisy on that. Everybody's covered that. I get it. Then you've got the New York Times reporter. The New York Times reporter comes on and says, look, people are making too much about the hypocrisy of Barack Obama's party versus other sporting events and everything else. Because these are, and I quote, sophisticated, vaccinated crowd. Oh, liberal elites are sophisticated. How many, how many times throughout this pandemic have you heard me say, if they don't act like it's a pandemic, it's not a pandemic. And they haven't been acting like it's a pandemic. All of these blue state governors and health officials telling you that you're not allowed to leave your house. You have to wear a mask and everything else. Don't go to Florida. They all go to Florida. They all leave their house without a mask. They all go get pizza, right? Gretchen Whitmer with too many people at their table. It's okay if they do it. Screw you if you want to. Here's the thing that everybody's missing about this story. Even though they're covering all of this other hypocrisy and, and nonsensical elitist, I smell my own farts nonsense, okay? The other angle that they're missing, I'm going to take you back in time to something I told you in July. July 24th. Cape Cod and Martha's Vineyard, where Obama's party happened, were having massive spikes of COVID. They were happening in these rich, liberal, elitist vacation spots. I haven't heard anybody else say this. Obama's birthday bash happened at Martha's Vineyard when Martha's Vineyard was having a surge in COVID cases. Nobody else has brought this up. I shouldn't have to come back from vacation and clean this up for all of you. You're supposed to be professionals. Got more coming up. 95.3 MNC. All right. Their perpetual fear campaign is still in full swing. It's not the Delta variant. They have to worry about it anymore, folks. Uh, now it's the Lambda variant. Have you heard about this? News guy, you heard about Lambda? Little bit, huh? Hey, look. The Lambda variant of COVID is also highly infectious and thought to be more resistant to vaccines. Hmm. 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 It's every, every time you think you're at the end, you know, as we were just kind of talking about during the, the commercial break there, you know, there's a lot of liberals in the media even who are saying, okay, 
this is getting ridiculous. We're vaccinated. Here's the thing. At the exact same time, Fauci and public health officials are arguing that the vaccines will not protect you while saying you need to get vaccinated to protect you. They're making the same argument at the exact same time. That doesn't work. And people are picking up on this crap. And don't think for a second that it's going unnoticed. Don't think for a second. Governor Holcomb may not know what's going on, but don't think for a second that the average American people out there are not picking up on this. And as somebody on my my live stream said, how many people got vaccinated just so they don't have to wear the mask anymore? Maybe they're catching on now. This we'll find out in the midterms. Bill O'Reilly's coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.